Greetings everybody. It's nearly Shabbat, but I wanted to send this recording beforehand so that at least it can be listened to afterwards. Hosea Perektet, chapter 9 of the book of Hosea. And I want to take this opportunity not to give a historical context of Hosea and his time um, per se, as others have done, but rather to give an even broader picture of what was radical and new about Hosea and his contemporaries who followed him? What new did they? What new elements did they introduce to the world of Nuvuah, of prophecy that their predecessors, the great Nevi'im Rishonim, the first prophets, Shmuel, Eliyahu, Natan, had not? We will, of course, remember that the book of Hosea begins as follows, Hosea, the first words of Hosea, which are read by the Gemara to mean that Hosea is the first of a new school of prophet, prophets such as Yeshayahu and Amos. What is new about them? What do they introduce? Some of the classic answers which we have spoken about in the past are as follows. They are prophets who do not speak to the king and the leadership per se, but are as much directed to the people. They do not speak in prose, in straightforward language, but rather they speak in poetry, soaring lofty words to encapsulate their visions and their metaphors. However, for today, on account of our chapter, I want to share something new. They introduce something which is not just different in the audience, it's not just different in the medium, it is different in the message. For the first time, Hosea and his contemporaries will say that the very terms of Israel's existence in the land of Israel are imperiled. We are going to read in our chapter today, Pasuk Gimel, Lo yeshvu be'eretz Hashem, they shall not dwell in the land of God. Veshav Ephraim mitzmeraim. They shall return to the land of Egypt. Uva Ashur yochelu. In Assyria, they will eat defiled food. To understand why this is such a chidush, why this is so new, let's remind ourselves, go back several books to say something like Shoftim. Shoftim, the book of Judges is in many ways a dark book and a depressing book. What it describes is multiple generations, 12 generations, cycles of success as Israel conquer and settle more of the land, but also of failure. We hear of Israel succeeding and the land being quiet for a while, but then a foreign oppressor rising up and and persecuting Israel for a while, after which Israel cry out, God hears them, and a charismatic leader arrives to save them. It is up and it is down. There are good times and there are hard times. However, the fundamental understanding that Israel will dwell in this land which God has granted to them <coughs> is not brought into question. To what may the matter be compared? Quite likely to the way in which many of us, arguably the vast majority of us, think about the state of Israel today. Israel has got enemies on all of 
its borders. Israel faces serious challenges. It is riven by internal division and its place in the international arena is always fraught. However, very, very few of us believe that Israel's actual existence is fundamentally endangered. It is extremely hard, possibly impossible, for any of us to really think that the state of Israel could come to an end. Of course, we can say it is, we can construct sentences which speak of the destruction of the state of Israel, but in terms of actually picturing it and thinking that this is what is going to happen, this is very hard for us to understand. We live more in the world of Shoftim. Arrives Hoshea and his contemporaries and announce, if this state of affairs of Israel's behavior continues, they shall no longer dwell in this land. Lo yeshvu be'eretz Hashem. In fact, he carries on. Verse 6. Egypt will hold them tight. Moth to Kabrem, the land of Moth, shall be their burial. Although, in verse 10, he says, Like grapes in the wilderness did I find your ancestors. Like the very first figs. This is no longer. You first were attracted to foreign gods. You have become something else. Hoshea and his contemporaries announce a fundamentally new idea, that the very existence in this land is imperiled. Indeed, as I believe Ilana said in the previous recording, Hoshea will live to see the destruction of the northern kingdom and the exile of the ten tribes. To try to understand what this means, picture for ourselves a genuine mainstream religious leader well respected who is to announce to the mainstream of the Jewish people today that Israel is going to actually be destroyed. We can understand therefore both the power of the message and also why it was so difficult to hear. Wishing everybody a Shabbat Shalom.